I long to be, a magical Troop Report podcast. If you are new here, my name is Virginia, and I am proud to be your host. If you like Troop Reports, you've come to the right place. This podcast is sort of like a buy one, get one free experience in that this episode is a pre-trip report, and the next one in your queue is the post-trip report. I always think it's fun to hear how people plan their trips and what actually ends up happening in the real world. Today, I'm thrilled to introduce you to Becky of A underscore Hufflepuff underscore in underscore Disney on Instagram, in case you don't know her. But I suspect you may know her, since Becky is what I think of as a connector. She seems to thrive on making friends and connecting people she likes to each other. You'll hear her talk about many of the friends who have become part of her Disney family in this episode. And when it's over, I think you'll think of her as a friend too. Here's Becky. Listeners, I am very happy to report that I am sitting here today with Becky from A Hufflepuff in Disney. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. I'm so excited to have you. You're one of uh, several people back to back that I have been following on Instagram and it's a little bit of a fangirl <laughs> situation where I'm like, I can't believe you're here in front of me. Um, so it's really exciting to have you here on the podcast. Before we get into all of your trip details, though, I would love to know a little bit about you. Like, how did you come to love Disney? How did you come to love presumably Harry Potter since you're a Hufflepuff? Um, and really, how did you get into the creator space? Because you're very active on Instagram. I don't know if you're active on any other platforms, but that's where I follow you on Instagram. So I don't have Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. I got rid of that a while ago. Um, I started my like Disney Instagram account the end of 2020 slash beginning of 2021. I wasn't like mm -hmm. super active on it yet. We moved to Florida in 2021. Mm-hmm. So um, when I moved down there, I became a lot more active. The first trip that I took as an adult to Disney was in 2019, like with adult money. You know, like okay. I'm a kid with adult money and uh -huh. now I can do whatever I want. And um, it was one of those things where it it just happened to like the Instagram craze was really starting to come to fruition, I feel like. And mm -hmm. between like 2016 to 2019, I was like, oh, let's go to Disney. I invited a friend with me and I've just been obsessed ever since. So with those pictures, of course, then the pandemic happened. So we had another trip planned in 2020. Couldn't take it. I just became more obsessed. And um, I have family who live in Florida mm -hmm. and um, my husband's kids are older and we decided to just like take the plunge. I had always wanted to move. He was like, all right, let's do this. And we moved and that was it. So mm -hmm. um, then after I moved down there, I kind of got a lot more into it. Um, moved back to Rhode Island for a job. And I'm lucky enough that my job in Rhode Island is um, better than my job was in Florida. So I'm actually able to afford to go to Disney more now than actually when I lived there. <laughs> So that's, oh, wow. that's kind of, yeah. So I, I go to Disney now between four and six times a year. Like last year mm -hmm. I did go f five. Like this year I, I actually already have like six trips planned. And the Harry Potter thing, I actually, I've been kind of a fan. I, I was a movie fan before I was a book fan. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really know about the books at the time. Um, I was like in college and when the movies came out. And, um, you know, you don't really have a lot of time to do much. And I saw the first few movies and then just kind of became obsessed and then read the books. And now I'm like, well, in the book, this happened. But in the movie, this happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like one of those people. But yeah, that that's so that's kind of the beginnings of this. So I've been doing like the Disney Graham for three years, actually. Actually, it was January of 21 that I started it. So three years this month. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of just like to have fun with it. I like to have fun with friends. I find other people who have similar interests with me. Mm -hmm. I have a friend recently who told me that their policy is if there is a movie that has come from a book, they always watch the movie first. Because if you do it in reverse, you're inevitably disappointed in the things that are missing that you wanted to see happen from the book. But if you watch the movie first and then you read the book, it's it's just better that way. So. I actually I thought um, that was pretty smart. <laughs> that, I was just about to say that actually is really smart. If you know 
that a book is already out, but that there's already like a movie coming out that actually makes a lot of sense. I've done that mm-hmm. with like other things too, that I didn't realize that there was a book and then mm-hmm. there's a show or a movie and you're like, Oh, now I want to read the book. And most of the time the book is bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like you can almost equate it to like, if you're doing a split stay, it's a hundred percent recommended that you stay in the nicer resort at the end. Like, don't downgrade mid trip. <laughs> Always upgrade mid trip. <laughs> so, I want to know then if your first adult money trip was in 2019. Were you always a Disney fan when you were a kid, and did you go to the parks as a kid? I did go to the parks. Um, I'm not going to say often because um, my mom was single. So I did go once, obviously everybody has a a baby story that, oh, I went when I was two, but I don't remember it, which is actually me. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I went again when I was six and I actually feel like that was the worst trip of my life just because of why. So I I went with, um, I'm not, I don't really want to get into like too many details just in case like too many people hear this, but let's just say I was, um, I, it was like a new family trip. Type uh-huh. thing, and they were trying to make sure that like everybody got along. And my sister mm-hmm. and I were like, "This is not going to work." And basically, we were just miserable the whole time. Like I was the youngest one, so they always sat me in the middle. I hardly saw anything. It was um, the only thing I really remember about it is um, a lot of chaos. And I didn't go again until I was fourteen with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, and my sister, I didn't go with my mom the the other time and I had like the best time ever. And I remember having like the best time of my life when again, when I was 17, best time ever. And then, you know, you go to college and think things like trips don't really matter so much when you're trying to like survive in school and Mm -hmm. graduate. So in 29, I mean, and I had already been a nurse for nine years at that point, but at that time we were finally settled like in a house and Mm -hmm. things were like, okay. And I had extra cash and I was like, I'm going to go to Disney. And my husband was like, okay, go to Disney. (laughs) (laughs) I still do solo trips. Uh, I'm like, do you, are you sure you don't want to come with me? No, no, no. It's okay. Someone has to stay home. Right. And I'm like, well, no, but okay. Uh, So he's not a Disney fan. He's not a, he's not a fan of traveling. When we lived in Florida, he would come with me, especially to Universal. Because we also have Universal season passes, but um, he would always go to Universal with me. Um, he's only been to Disney with me twice. All right, is he? He? I imagine he's a thrill seeker. Then, if he likes to go to Universal. Oh no, we don't. We didn't. We don't do rides when we're together because he actually does not really like rides. Oh, Universal Studios has a lot of like those, like the three D rides that you're kind of just mm-hmm. like in a car and you're not really moving. I think yeah. the the most thrill ride that we did there was probably the mummy where it has like that one drop on it well the mummy turns it's a full roller coaster yeah no no no. but i mean like it doesn't go upside down and like oh okay okay yeah Yeah. (laughs) which funny enough the first time i went to universal and rode the mummy i really wasn't paying attention to the signs that happen when you're in the queue and so i got on the ride. And you know, at the beginning, it's almost like a dark ride. It's just, you know, like you're looking at stuff and it's kind of creepy or whatever. I didn't realize it was a full on coaster. And so when it took off going fast out of nowhere, I just remember I was riding with, with Alex and Alex must've been, he was probably five or six. And the two of us were just clinging to each other like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. (laughs) Cause we just, we had no clue this was coming. It's funny because now it's like the two of us will ride anything and we we love it. All right. Well, let's get into the details of this particular trip. So what are your trip dates? Where are you going? And how did you decide on this particular time to travel? This is uh, my fourth January in a row going. Mm-hmm. So I lied, third January in a row going because I didn't, obviously um, I didn't go in 2020. But um, Festival of the Arts is my favorite festival followed by Mm. Festival of the Holidays. Um, So I always go in December and in January. So I have basically like three days planned just for Epcot. My friend Danny is also going. Um, I'm going the the 15th to the 21st. I'm staying with my friend Danny at Pop from the 15th to the 19th. Um, And we had contemplated switching because the Skyliner is down 
for two weeks, Mm -hmm. actually starting on the 15th, I believe, or the 12th, maybe. Um, But Pop's like my home. I'm at Pop 99% of the time. You know, people look down at value resorts, but that's what allows me to go so often because I don't have to pay three times the amount for a deluxe. I go to a value Mm -hmm. resort. It's on the Skyliner. I can go a lot more often. I'm also that person that has no shame bringing snacks into the park to like save money on um, costly food. But um, yeah, so I'm at Pop from the 15th to the 19th. And then um, my friend Ray comes down on with her with uh, with her wife T on the 18th. We have like reservations. And then on the 19th, my friend Cassie comes down. We're switching to Coronado. So then I'm at Coronado from the 19th to the 21st. When you stay at Coronado, are you going to be in the tower or out in one of the other sections of the resort, which I don't even know what to call them. I, I think of them as neighborhoods. So I, I'm going to tell you, I honestly have zero clue. I went through a planner um, or technically Cassie did. We And I always, always use a planner unless my friend Danny is the one booking it because she's like the whiz. But I'm like, you know what? If, um, you know, if I can have a planner, do it and they get commission off of it. Great. So whenever I book a trip, it's always through a planner. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where I am. I probably should look that up. I'm not going to lie. But the number one question I have gotten for months, actually, no, probably for like the past two or three months since we've had it booked is, oh, are you in the tower? I have zero clue. I really should look that up, but I have zero clue. Well, the good news is if you look in your uh, My Disney Experience app, it it will very distinctly say Grand Destino Tower or Coronado Springs. If you're in the if you're in just basic Coronado Springs, it's not going to tell you which section of Coronado Springs you're going to be in until you actually check in and get assigned a room. So if you don't see the word tower on your reservation at this point, you're not in the tower. Yeah. So then I'm just at Coronado Springs. So okay. I know that um I know that because I don't think we even made the reservation until November, now that I'm thinking about it. And again, the only reason why we're even at Coronado instead of Pop is because with a, it was like 35% discount with the AP for January mm-hmm. and the Skyliner was down and Coronado ended up being kind of the same price or just a tiny bit more expensive than, um, than pops. We were like, okay, whatever, let's go to Coronado and have a little bit of a moderate feel instead of a value feel. So, um, I'm, I just like to try new things. I had tried going to Key West because my friend Sachi is going to be at Key West. Um, and then I, I guess I missed like the last reservation. So that was not available anymore. And then I looked at Yacht Club, um, which actually Ray is staying at, but we ultimately decided on Coronado because my friend Cassie really likes Coronado. So that's where we're going to stay. Well, if you've never stayed there before, it's like you said, it's nice to try new things. And as a Disney fan, I feel like it's my obligation to try every single resort. (laughs) So um, I personally really like Coronado. I mean, some people complain a little bit about the distance between some of the buildings and getting over to the main area where you can access the the quick service and everything like that. But I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, I live in New York City, so I'm used to walking. So it's not that big a deal. I'm like, oh, I get to walk past a beautiful lake with a fountain in the middle. Sure, I'll do that. No problem. But it's, it's just a beautiful resort. And in the main building, the coffee bar that they have right there that's sort of downstairs um, from the check-in is so good, like a great place to pop in and get a morning coffee. I think the quick service is good. The pool's cool. So there's a there's a lot that it has going for it. I would definitely continue to go back to Coronado, but there's also other moderates I like too. So I don't know if I'm if I'm in a moderate category, I just gotta see what's the best price, I guess, because I have I would say an almost equal love for the Port Orleans resorts. I I have visited Port Orleans, um, mm-hmm. French Quarter, not Riverside, um, mostly for the beignets. Let's be honest, but. Um, yeah. I will say the very first time I ever visited Port Orleans, the bus system there, I was not impressed with. So we were like at the main, the main gate and the bus picked us up and we didn't realize, because again, I stay at Valley Resort. So there's only one portal like for the bus. So you get picked Mm -hmm. up. Everybody has to go to this one section to get picked up. But moderates are so large that there are multiple where you can get picked up. So we got picked up at the main gate and then it went to like four other places and then back to the main gate. And then we left and mm. we were on our way to a reservation and we were like, <sighs> cause then we ended up being a little bit late, but they took us anyways. I think Port Orleans was available, but I had such a bad experience with that bus system 
Mm -hmm. That's why we did Coronado. And then a few other people were like, yeah, the buses are kind of slow at Coronado too. They have kind of a similar thing to Port Orleans where they like have multiple spots where they pick you up. And then sometimes there's not enough room for you depending on where you are. So I don't care. I'll stand if I have to all the way to the park. It doesn't bother (laughs) me. Yeah. I think, I think at at French Quarter, I could be wrong, but it's much smaller. And I think it actually only has one bus stop, but it shares it with Riverside sometimes. Sometimes it just goes to French Quarter and sometimes it shares it. So you could have experienced a pickup at French Quarter and then having to go do the loop at Riverside, depending on the time of day it was. Okay. That actually makes a lot of sense. It was a Saturday. It was probably around five o'clock because I know that we were on our way to the Polynesian for a reservation. So we wanted to go to Magic Mm -hmm. to then go to the Polynesian and then the monorail was down. So then we had to wait for a ferry and it was just like one disaster after another. But you know, when you get a Mm -hmm. sour taste in your mouth about something that you're like, no, I'm all set. Give it a try, Becky, because here's why. Beignets, A. B, if you are a fan of the style of food that they make in New Orleans, the restaurant over at Riverside, and I'm struggling to remember what it's called right now, like River Rooster. I can't remember. Anyway, um, I'll put a link in the in the show notes. But it, I think it used to have a bad rap. I went there and had a really amazing meal. And they had shrimp and grits. And I'm obsessed with shrimp and grits for anybody who's been listening for a while. <laughs> I just love it. I grew up in North Carolina, love shrimp and grits. And they had really good shrimp and grits there. And then the pool at Riverside in particular I think is really cool. The the Port Orleans French Quarter pool, I, I don't really love it per se, but I do love how small French Quarter is. It's very easy to to walk and get around. So I highly recommend you give them another shot and just know that I think if you're taking the bus maybe in the morning or like late at night when parks are closing, you probably would only have a one bus situation because that's like peak time. But if you're doing it kind of in the middle of the day, they're trying to hit as many places at once as they can, I think. That actually makes a lot of sense because um, I am not familiar with that area at all. Like that's the first time I had even gone to visit. And then I went once with my niece to obviously go get beignets. And I think it was like a similar situation. But again, it was like probably Sunday at like two o'clock. So it wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, we were like the only ones waiting for the bus at the time. So yeah, Yeah. that makes a lot of sense now that you're saying that. It's just, um, I I'm not going to lie. I do not have a lot of experience with different resorts. I have gone mm-hmm. to Boardwalk once. Um, I mean, obviously, I've gone to other resorts for like for dining reservations, um, like the Polynesian. And, um, you know, a lot of the deluxe hotels also have like a one stop bus, I think, where but, you know, the buses like take forever because a lot of those people who do stay at the deluxe resorts like to take Ubers and the minivans. So the buses mm-hmm. don't come that often when they do come. Like boardwalk shares with um, beach and yacht. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that you have to like wait a while for the bus and you have to go to multiple stops. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why I like my family resorts. One stop. I love the value. Well, I should say I love pop. I love pop specifically. I was going to say I love the value resorts, but I don't know. Pop is the only value resort I've stayed in and I've stayed in it multiple times because I love it. It's, it's great. Um, but I think that. For me, maybe it's just because I live in New York, but taking an Uber or a Lyft is not that big a deal for me because in New York, they're super expensive or they can be. But taking them down there, I can get from one place on property to another for like 10 bucks for my whole family together. So we do that frequently. I've only taken a minivan once and it was only to say that I had taken a minivan. I don't see the need to pay more for my Lyft service just because it has polka dots on it. So, <laughs> And I mean, like some people do it so that they can get taken right up to like the bus depot at Magic Kingdom. That's not worth it enough for how much it costs to me. I'd rather figure out another way to get over there. But I'm definitely the epitome of like the value stay. Um, mm-hmm. I like to spend more money on experiences rather than like things. So mm-hmm. I'm, I don't like doing a lot of reservations. Um, I definitely do prime orders for like snacks and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I'm only there for like a few days, then I won't bother with a prime and, you know, I'll just like pack snacks. Um, so I 
definitely utilize the 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 bubble transportation as mm-hmm. much as possible just because yeah. even though it's $10 one way and $10 back that's still $20 a day times 7 mm-hmm. days so like for me that's $140 that I could be spending on like other things I will say though I do not take mirrors to get to the resorts I always uber a little technically lift from mm-hmm. the airport to Disney um, Lyft is always cheaper in Orlando, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I prefer Lyft for whatever reason, but I, I don't, I, I, when I say that I Uber and I Lyft, I don't do it for every time. I base it on the time of day it is, how much oh. time I have, all of that. So there's, I don't think there's ever been a time where I've only Ubered back and forth. There was one trip where we rented a car for the whole week. And so we did drive everywhere we were going. That was expensive too, because when you add on the cost of a rental car. So I, I don't tend to do that. Um, I would again in the future, I think under the right circumstances, I guess. But no matter where you stay, there's going to be pluses and minuses. Some of them are going to have less stops. Some of them are going to have more, but it's like you just have to weigh what you want on that particular trip. And I like the variety. I love that I can go and I can experience like a lot of the same magic, but at the same time, each trip I go on, you know, something is slightly different. So I'm staying here on one trip and there on another and I'm going, you know, to a new reservation. I'm trying something new every time. So it keeps it keeps it fresh. All right, let's get into the details of your trip. So coming from Rhode Island, did you get a direct flight down to Orlando for this trip? Always. Plug for uh, Southwest. That's the only flight. That's the only... um airline that I will travel because they have multiple direct flights from Providence to Orlando, like three or four times a day. So, um, but it's either like first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. last thing at night. And then they usually have at least one midday one, sometimes two. So I'm not going to lie. I am totally that person that will get up at the crack of dawn to get Mm -hmm. on a plane and just like nap on the plane if I have to, so that Mm -hmm. I'm at, with my destination early so that I feel like I have a whole nother day. Um, yeah. So I'm getting on the plane at five. That sounds great to me. That makes yeah. sense. Why would you do it any other way? <laughs> exactly. So I'm landing at eight. I'll probably be, and I'm not planning on chuck, chucking, listen to me, checking any luggage. Um, mm-hmm. I got like a new duffel bag that I can like shove a bunch of stuff into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have to worry about getting my checked bags. I can just go right to the lift, right to the, hotel. So I'm planning on being at pop by 9am. My friend Danny's actually arriving on Sunday. So she's already going to be in the parks. It's, it's like her birthday month. Um, so I'm meeting her, um, depending on if she's already up and going, she's a rope dropper. So more than likely she'll already be at Hollywood. So I'm just going to put my stuff in the room and hop on a bus right away and get to Hollywood. So that's, I should be in the parks by 10am on Monday. Okay. All right. 10 a.m. Now, Monday is a holiday. Do you anticipate, based on your prior experience, that MLK Junior Day is a busy day for the parks? I don't know if I've ever actually been on Martin Luther King Junior Day, but I I usually go at the end of January when the Skyliner is open again. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just so happen that have to have like other friends there. So like Danny was there and um, I have like a lot of other friends that are going to be there that weekend. So instead of like going by myself at the end of January, like I usually do, I'm going mm-hmm. in the middle of January. Um, so this is the first time I'm going in the middle of January. So I don't know, but I will say that um, not all the holidays are busy in Disney world. Um, like, uh, you know, that secret that's really not so secret is that the week before and after Labor Day are like dead. Of course, mm-hmm. now everybody's saying, oh, it's dead. This is when you should book your trip. So I'm sure next year it's not <laughs> going to be so dead. In mm-hmm. January, like the last two weeks of January into like the first week or so of February until like, you know, other schools have their February vacation is also usually pretty down. Um, mm-hmm. Like if you're a rope dropper and like to get into the parks early and do your thing. Um, like you can, if you go into Epcot as it drops and like, well, like from the international gateway, of course, we're not going to be doing that this time. And like do Remy, like there's, um, 
and my friend Danny is a is a power walker, so we can actually like, get all the attractions in Epcot done by noon, and then you can just like leisurely walk the World Showcase. So um, mm-hmm. I don't anticipate it really being that busy. It's j- mostly just because it's January, and there's not a lot of other people that come in January. There's a you know things are being refurbished, the Skyliner's down, so I don't foresee it being too busy. But I don't know because I've never technically been on that day, so it could be. Okay. All right. Yeah, as someone who's beholden to the school break schedule, I'm very much looking forward to the day when we don't plan a majority of our Disney trips around weeks that schools are off. <laughs> so, yeah, um, he has Monday off, but and of course, I have Monday off as well, but this will not be a Disney weekend for us, unfortunately. So you're going to be with your friend, Danny. Is it just the two of you hanging out that day at Hollywood Studios? Oh, actually, no. My friend, Carrie, who lives in Florida. Oddly enough, she's from Rhode Island. We did not become friends until after I had moved to Florida. Um, Carrie and Sarah, who both live in Florida, Mm -hmm. Carrie's from Rhode Island, mind you. We they were my first two like Instagram friends from three years ago, and the three of us actually just stayed really good friends. So Carrie Mm -hmm. is actually meeting, and when I say Danny, I meant Danielle. So I apologize for that, but I call her Danny. But um, Thursday. Danielle leaves in the evening and my friend Ray and her and her wife are coming. Um, so like in the afternoon time, cause they're driving in. So then I'm going to be hanging out with Ray for the rest of the time. <laughs> all right. Let me make sure I have this all clear. So on the 15th, you are meeting. Yeah. So I'm going to be with Danielle at 10 AM at Hollywood. And then okay. later in the day, I'm meeting up with my friend, Carrie, who's Carrie's okay. Ohana life on Instagram. I was and, wondering if that's who you might be talking about because I yep. follow her. So, and okay. Danielle is um, Danny in Disney, like Danny, period, in, period, Disney. <laughs> okay. She's not super active on it, though, um, but she's from Rhode Island. So, it'll be like three Rhode Island girls hanging out in in Florida. <laughs> There's a lot of other um, Florida girls that we're also meeting up with on Saturday. There's, I think I counted it out that at one point there was like 11 of us, but... um. A few people had to drop out for sickness because there's like a uh, a Florida mystery cough going around, apparently. So the first day when you're hanging out at Hollywood Studios on the f- Monday the 15th, what are your priorities for that park day? I have to be honest with you. I never set super priorities when I go to the park. I'm more of an experienced person. I like taking in the sights. I like taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm with people who want to do things, that's great. Danny is definitely, um, like ride and attraction and thrill. Um, so more than likely, uh, Tower of Terror is definitely on the list. Mickey and Minnie's is her favorite with Tower. Um, I love Muppets, so I'm definitely going to hit up Muppets and I love the Indiana Jones show. So I hope that's running. Um, but I know that we're not going to have a lot of great weather, so that's probably not going to be running because I think it's supposed to rain on Monday. Um, But no, I never specifically have priorities, but I'm like, hey, what do you feel like doing? Or let's do this. Or, you know, oh, we're going to go do this next. So I'm very much a go with the flow person, depending on who I'm with. I go to the park so often that I, especially if I'm with people, I never like to dictate the day because I'm there so often that I don't feel like I need to do this or I'm not going to have a good day. So if I'm hanging out with you and we're having a good time and you want to go do this, this, and this, I'm totally game to go with you because it doesn't bother me and I'm there longer than she is. And um, like the other people that I'm going to be hanging out with for the weekend, you know, I'm not like a, let's go see this thing now. Like if you guys want to, you know, go here, let's go here. You want to take a, get a snack now? Let's get a snack now. I'm, I'm very mm-hmm. much go with the flow when I go to the park. Unless I'm by myself, then I can kind of just leisurely walk around and do whatever I want. So Carrie lives there. So yep. I imagine she'll be very go with the flow too because of that. Yeah. Carrie and I have actually hung out in the parks for a few hours. There was a huge Disney meetup back in September, which is kind of how a lot of this started. I'm not going to lie. I've always been friends with people. Um, so when I'm down there, I'm like, hey, you know, are you available? Let's hang out. So if I know people are there, I'm like, hey, no pressure to hang out the whole time, but like, let's get together for at least a few minutes, take a picture, meet up, and then go our separate ways. 
Lindsay, who lives in Florida now, don't remember where she's from, but she initially was like, hey, I'm going to set up this big Disney Chicks meetup. That was last September. And then we've all just been kind of doing it. So every time we're in Florida, we have like this big Disney group chat. So every time one of us are down there, we try to say, hey, who's available on this day to hang out? And that's how we were able to figure out on like January 20th, how so many people are going to hang out during the week. A few people might chime in and on the weekends, there's going to be a lot of us. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Okay. All right. So any dining reservations that you have planned on this first day or? No, Danny's, Danny doesn't really do dining reservations. I have to be honest with you. I could take them or leave them. If I'm with people who want to do them, I'm like, great, let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, that being said, I do have three dining reservations planned for this week, but definitely not on the first day. Um, okay. I think Danny and I have probably gone to the parks together at least six times, like on the same reservation. And um, out of all of those six times, I think we've only made a dining reservation together once. And that was at Crystal Palace because we're both like poo fans. Mm -hmm. And that that's it. Oh, no, I lied. We did um, a candlelight processional together last year, not this past year, but like the year before that. Thursday, when Ray and Tanisha come down, it's it's the Broadway series for the Festival of the Arts. Is it called just Disney on Broadway? Yes, Disney on Broadway. Yeah. So we have a dining reservation on Thursday to see Patty Murin, and I am so thrilled. I saw her last year, and I was like right up front. And she was amazing. So I am super happy to see her again this year. So Who is she going to be appearing with? Do you know? I do not know her name, but it was basic. So um, Patty Murin was Anna in Frozen and mm -hmm. she's appearing with Elsa. And I do not remember her name and I really should remember her name. And I think Patty's name only stood out so much because I saw her last year and I loved her so much. Um, but the the woman who played Elsa on Broadway will also be with her this year. Okay. And where is the dining reservation for, for the dining package? We're going to Garden Grill, which I have done before. And so has Ray. But um, mm -hmm. it was just something that we knew that we all liked. So we're just going to go there. <laughs> um, for which meal of the day? Breakfast, lunch, dinner? Oh, lunch. Because okay. they'll be driving in on Thursday. So she wanted to make it late enough in the day that we weren't going to miss it, just in case. But they have a pretty lax dining policy now. So even if we had to cancel it, we definitely could. But no, we're, we're all pretty excited to be seeing her. Fantastic. All right. So let's go back to Tuesday, the 16th. What park are you going to on your second day? Um, we are doing magic the second day, just Danny and I, unless, um, like I said, I have a few Florida friends that might end up popping in here and there, but nothing set in stone at the moment. So we'll be doing magic. Um, my favorite park is Epcot and so is Danielle's. So I imagine that if we do end up park hopping at any point, it definitely will be till Ep to Epcot, especially mm -hmm. being Festival of the Arts. Um, mm -hmm. So we're doing magic on the 16th, which is the Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Wednesday, we're starting out the day in um, Animal Kingdom. I think it's possible that we might end up doing um, the safari. We were both interested in it and then both forgot to make reservations. So I am going to see what the one that you pay extra for? The, yeah, like the lunch. Is it the Savor the Savannah? This is the one where you, um, it's like, a, it's a, it's so it's two hours. You meet up, there's one at 10 a.m. and then there's one at noon. Oh, it's the one where you get clipped in and you walk over the alligators or yeah. whatever. I'm so okay. bad at like knowing what things are called. And I can't remember that, what that's called right now, but her and I were both interested in doing it. And then both became too busy to actually book it. But then mm -hmm. it comes with a lunch at the end from BOMA. I think right. it's fun. Yeah. So um, we were both super interested in doing it. So I got to look into that before we actually go. <laughs> it's the Wild Africa Trek. Wild Africa Trek. Yep. So yeah. um, I was considering doing that one. And then it has not worked out in terms of timing for me on any of my recent trips. So, well, that's the other thing, too, is that it happens rain or shine. And Generally speaking, January is a super mild month ago. Like I've never, mm -hmm. ever had an issue with rain in January, February, like ever. And um, it looks like between the Monday and the Sunday that I'm there, there's only like one completely dry day, which actually might be Wednesday. Yeah, I 
when I was down in December, I was just down for a weekend and it was that Saturday that it was like the rainiest Saturday they'd ever had. <laughs> it was it was insane. It rained from sunup to sundown and it was I mean, it was still magical because I was in Disney, but I've never been there where it's rained that long in a day. Like usually it's like an hour or whatever. And that was not the case. So I'm going to cross my fingers that your trip, even in spite of whatever the weather is saying now, is going to be drier than that. So we will see. We will see. I I feel like Florida is similar to New England in a sense where um, the weather literally changes so often that I might look tomorrow and it might be sunny the whole trip. Because two Mm -hmm. weeks ago when I looked, it was only going to rain like two days and now it's going to rain like five. But um, I'm also hoping that um, the rain, like you said, kind of comes in like short bursts. I have a rain jacket. I've got shoe covers. Um, You know, I always bring extra socks just in case my feet get wet. But Mm -hmm. like, but I'm hoping for the best, but I'll check the weather and see if that's going to work out. Okay. I have to ask, tell me more about these shoe covers. Are they like a disposable kind of shoe cover or are they something more heavy duty? No, like rubber. You can get them on Amazon. Mm-hmm. My friend Danielle actually has like the really good ones that she got on Amazon that are like the heavy duty, the tread on the bat on the bottom and everything. And mm-hmm. you like slip your foot in and you zip them up, um, mm-hmm. which are meant to like reuse. I'm not going to lie. I got a bunch on Timu. Um, I got clear <laughs> plastic ones. That uh-huh. kind of look like um, like a raincoat, more or less, that you like zip tie the top. Uh-huh. Um, well, like a drawstring on the top, I should say. Sure. And the other ones are like just the stretchy rubber that kind of have tread at the bottom that you can uh-huh. slip over your sneaker um, so that your sneaker stays, for the most part, dry. So if you're walking uh-huh. into a puddle that's a little deeper than you thought, at least it's like unless you're going up past your ankle, it's going to make your shoe waterproof it's like the they're meant to reuse so they're like okay slightly durable rubber or okay whatever stretchy material yeah i think this is something i have to investigate because when we went in december and had that day it was so rainy that my friends had to stay up and do laundry to wash and dry all of our shoes otherwise we would not have had dry shoes to wear the next day because it was that wet and there was no way they were going to dry in time because they were just soaked so now I'm all invested in like, how do I stay dry? <laughs> so how do I keep my shoes dry? A really good, a really really good pair is definitely on Amazon. That's where she got hers, and that's where I looked into mm-hmm. getting mine. And then um, I fell down a Timu rabbit hole mm-hmm. one day and got like this. the The, the raincoat is honestly super good. I mean, the zipper uh-huh. kind of sucks, but it also has buttons on it. But it's mm-hmm. like this super cover head like it has like a thing that comes out too yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then it i'm i'm only five foot and i got the largest size they have because obviously it's coming from like the other side of the world where people are usually more petite so i did get the Mm -hmm. largest size which actually does fit me perfectly and i could with like even with a backpack on um but i'm so short that it goes down to like almost my feet (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) and i don't care because it's clear so it's it's like whatever um Uh And it's only, you're only going to wear it when it rains. Who cares? You're never going to see these people again. It doesn't matter to me. Um, right. So I, I do have that. I, and I got like four different pairs of shoe covers just in case because mm-hmm. I wear, um, most of my shoes are the Skechers with like the super like thick, thick soles, like wide bottoms. So mm-hmm. if I put a hole in it, whatever, throw it away, put it, get a new one because they were only 250 a piece. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I am definitely going to look into that. Also, I will say one last thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care how much I've already packed. I always bring at least two things to wear on my feet. Um, in the summertime, mm-hmm. like I'll bring, I wear like those cloud slippers, like the memory foam sandals that you can yeah. also get on team, by the way. Um, and a pair of sneakers I'll bring. And, um, like this trip, I don't care if I have to like shove them in my pockets. I'm bringing another pair of sneakers with me just for mm-hmm. that reason, because I'm miserable if my feet are wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I normally do too. And the only reason I didn't have a second pair is because that was literally a 48 hour trip for me. And I did not anticipate that I was going to be having that situation. Like I thought, oh, it'll rain. Like I just, I thought if it rained, it wouldn't be for that long. It wouldn't be that bad. And it was just the worst rain I've ever experienced there. <laughs> so that's dead. I came in on, um, on that Monday 
And my friend Jack was actually also there for the torrential downpour. And um, mm-hmm. I want to say, no, maybe it was, no, he, there was no party that night. There was a party on Sunday they, night. They canceled the the party oh, that weekend. The, okay, that's what I Yeah, because okay. I was down there the same weekend. It was like Dad's Love Disney was down there. But somebody else was also down there specifically for the party. I can't remember who. And the party was canceled. Like that's Wait. all they had flown down for. Was this the, the the weekend after Thanksgiving or like a more recent? Oh, no, no, no. Weekend? It was more recent. It was. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this was like December the 16th was the Saturday. Uh, so the weekend after Thanksgiving, there was also mm-hmm. a torrential downpour. Actually, I want to say it was a Sunday because I think that there was a um, uh, Mickey's Very Merry that night that was either mostly rained out. Or it kind of stopped rain- raining by the time the party happened. But, like, it wasn't a full parade. The outside characters weren't out. I mean, a party's a party, whatever. There's still plenty of other things to do. But it's a little disappointing when the full party doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, crossing our fingers, your, your situation this week is going to be good. Now, a lot of people will park hop on their Animal Kingdom day. Are you planning to do any park hopping that day? Or are you? it's only going to be Animal Kingdom? Um. No, we'll probably end up park hopping by the end. So we we both have annual passes. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually everybody that I'm seeing also has an annual pass. Um, so it's, I feel like um, annual passes, if you don't park hop, like, what are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean, um, I know that for Animal Kingdom, depending on if we do the Wild Africa check or not, um. I know that we'll hit up Pandora. We'll definitely do the safari. Maybe a few other things. I don't think Danielle doesn't really like to do... Well, maybe she'll do Lion King. I don't know. I think it's up in the air. Um, I love Animal Kingdom. Um, However, on my solo trips, that's usually the park that I cancel. Not I cancel, that I don't go to. Like I know people Mm -hmm. are going to come at me for that. But it's just... It's so much walking that when you're by yourself, it's just like a lot. Hmm. But um, no, we'll we'll probably end up park hopping by the end of the day. I'm assuming to Epcot. Probably to Epcot. Let's be <laughs> honest. <laughs> okay. All right. Thursday the 18th. What's the park plan for that day? Oh, Epcot. We are definitely in Epcot at the opening. Danny and I will be going there. We'll probably just do like our normal thing. She's she has to leave the park at four. Um, Ray, Ray and Tanisha are coming in probably around two o'clock. Cause like I said, they'll be driving in. We have a reservation at garden grill for three forty-five, mm-hmm. And then the, um, Disney on Broadway is for six forty-five. So, um, definitely doing cosmic at least once that day, <laughs> if not mm-hmm. twice. And, um, Ray has already said that they might end up going back to the hotel room after the show. I might stay for the fireworks. I actually, let's, let's not lie. I'm probably going to stay for the fireworks. <laughs> Have you seen Luminous before? No, I haven't. So um, I was there on the 5th. And um, number one, the Walt Disney statue was open to the public on the 5th. It was an hour wait just to get a picture with him. And uh, there was no photo pass. So, and of course you're waiting in line for an hour. So I got friendly with the people next to me and I was like, I will totally take a million pictures of you if you plan, if you promise to like take some pictures of me. And um as I was walking the world showcase and uh, that was at three o'clock when I finally got out of the line for a wall and there were already people lined along the entire world showcase, like mm-hmm. um, not even just like one person deep, like at least two people deep by 3 PM. They, it, mm. the, the entirety of right. the lake was just already full. And it was like, no, uh, it was, it was just a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Plus it was like the it was the end of my trip anyways and I just didn't feel like fighting with people. <laughs> nope. No, and you go so often that it's kind of like, you know, yeah. I'll just hit it next time. So I'll be interested to hear what you think of it. I, I haven't had a chance to see it yet myself either. It just hasn't worked out on any of my my I guess the only trip I've been at that it's been open was was the December trip and it was just such a quick one. So I will say, um, as far as fireworks are concerned. The only time I never plan on doing fireworks unless it's like a January, February trip. Um, a lot of times it's because of the weather. 
August is so unpredictable that um, if you, even if you stake out good spots, it might start raining exactly when the fireworks happen, which is actually what happened last August. Um, I was going to go watch, um, oh my God, Happily Ever After. And Danny mm-hmm. was like, oh, you know, l- let's hang out in Epcot a little bit longer. We'll, you know, we'll do Cosmic one more time. We'll catch some dinner. And like, thank God I listened to her because at nine o'clock when the fireworks were supposed to start, the skies opened up. Mm-hmm. And it was completely not even on the weather channel. So um, I'm hoping that I do the uh, both sets of fireworks, the Happily Ever After and uh, Luminous. Mm-hmm. Luminous. Yeah, Luminous. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> um, just because even on the one day that I was in Magic Kingdom in December that I could have watched Happily Ever After, December is so busy that um, depending on how packed – main street is in like the courtyard castle they'll actually go over the loudspeaker and be like there's way too many people you can no longer come to this area which they actually ended up doing um about an hour maybe 45 minutes before it started and we were meeting people because um my friend molly's husband was coming into the park after work so we had to like go around where um where crystal palace is actually where the first aid is they had like mm-hmm. um, an alleyway uh, behind the shop, behind the Emporium mm-hmm. to go to Town Square. That's how we had to go. Main Street was completely packed all the way until the tree. I couldn't have even watched it if I wanted to. It was like that busy. And at yeah. six o'clock, I was with my friend Ashley too. I follow Ashley ever. Okay. So <laughs> Ashley, so um, my friend Emma, Emma Enchanted, Magical Molly 101, and um, Ashley Ever After, we were all actually hanging out um, for Dapper Day and we all went to Magic Kingdom. And at like six o'clock, we were about to get in line for um, Jungle Cruise. We had a, a Genie Plus for it. It was going to be like an hour and a half to just get on Jungle Cruise, even like with the Genie Plus. And mm-hmm. I looked at Ashley, who's not there that often, and I said, what are your plans for the rest of the evening? I do not want your plans to be ruined. And she said, I want to watch Happily Ever After. I want to see the the projections. So I said, okay, then you're going to have to come with me right now. I can get you a, a spot in front of the fence, but only if you go right now. Mm-hmm. So we went right to the castle, got her like the last possible spot along the fence, and it was like six o'clock and I said, okay, you can't move from this spot now because the minute you move, someone will take it. Yeah. And she, so her and her husband, I think he ended up going to get like ice cream for the two of them. And they just sat there for like two and a half hours until the fireworks. Wow. Um, that was fun. Well, for them. And then I like, we checked <laughs> in, but, uh, but yeah, no, we, the rest of us were like, oh, you know, we, we've seen it before. So it's like no big deal. But yeah, it, it gets it gets packed in December, which is not part of this conversation. So moving on, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. So Friday the 19th, which park are you going to that day? The end result will be Epcot. I'm switching hotels that day. So I'm going to end up getting a lift from Pop to Coronado to check in. I know that they move your luggage for you, but like I'd rather take it there myself and be like, okay. Now it's checked in, then I can come back at the end of the day and I know my luggage is there and I can like mm-hmm. bring it to the room if I have to. And Cassie's coming in that day in the afternoon. So I might go to Magic first because um, let's let's face it, Sleepy Hollow quick service breakfast is probably the best on property. I'm yes. just kidding. <laughs> it's um, one of the best. It's among the I best. I know, right? <laughs> so then, I just, um, you have to get Cassie your coffee comes- somewhere else because I don't think that the coffee that they have available there does not does not meet no. my coffee needs. So I go buy my coffee and then I walk over to Sleepy Hollow to get my Nutella waffle. Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> or just like the very big Mickey waffle uh-huh. with the strawberries and whipped cream on it. Uh-huh. That's good too. Yeah. Um. So I'll probably do that and just like walk around for a few minutes and then probably um, I'll meet up with Ray and Tanisha in Hollywood Studios because um, Cassie had wanted to go to Hollywood Studios when she got in. So when she gets in at like two o'clock, we'll all be there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then um, Friday night, um, after Molly and her husband, Ben, get out of work, they're going to meet us in Epcot. We have a reservation at the new restaurant in the Japan Pavilion for like six o'clock. Okay, fantastic. And I will be quite honest that I do not remember the name of that. And even if I did, would I remember how to pronounce it? I'm not sure. So do you? <laughs> I um I don't remember the name. I keep having to look at my app 
the MDE mm-hmm. app. And um, even Ray was like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, I have no idea, but I'm going to send you a screenshot of it. It's the New Japan Pavilion one. I just looked this up. It's it's Shihisai. That's where I'm going. <laughs> and I assume I'm saying um, I, that correct. I'm yeah. not sure. Who knows? I, I heard it was great. Emma's already gone a few times. So I heard from Emma that every season, so like spring, summer, mm-hmm. autumn, winter, they have like a different um, scene up on their wall with the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and supposedly they give you like a punch card. So if you go during all four seasons, they give you like a free dessert. So, you know, it might be fun to try. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, th- I think it's quite pricey. So I feel like you've earned the free dessert if you go four times. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. This will definitely have to be on our list at some point because my husband Charles and and Alex as well both really love sushi and it looks like they have a lot of options for that there. Okay. Any other major plans for Friday? No. Like I said, I'm definitely a go with the flow person. I know Ray is. So is Cassie. So is Molly. So um, once we're all together at night, we'll probably just end up like walking around. We just like walk around aimlessly like, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do that. Hey, let's go try this snack. So I imagine that that's probably what Friday will be and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday, we're back in Epcot. Cassie and I will be in Coronado, so we'll be going there. Mm-hmm. Ray is uh, Ray and Tanisha will be meeting us up. Sachi is going with uh, with Forty, mm-hmm. um, so she's going to be there. Um, Emma's coming back from Paris on Friday, so she's meeting up with us Saturday. Um, Molly and Ben are going to be there Saturday. Carrie's going to try, um, depending on um, her husband's work schedule to be there on Saturday. There's a few other ladies that might meet up. I know um, two of them have um, become under the weather in the past week, so they probably won't, but we'll still have a good time. And I will hope that they come, but it still, you know, stinks that they don't feel good. All right. We have made it to Sunday the 21st, which is your departure day. So what time is your flight? Do you have any kind of time to go do anything on Sunday? Oh, yeah, definitely. Cassie is driving back, I think between two and four. She wanted to be out. Um, she has like an eight-hour drive back. I think Ray is leaving on Sunday. Um, Sachi and I both have late, like 7 p.m. flights. So I don't even have to be at the airport until five, like at five o'clock earliest. Um, I'm not checking any bags, and I have the TSA pre-check. Mm-hmm. So I don't even have to take off my shoes. So I literally... Like, um, and, uh, Southwest has sky cap on the outside where, mm-hmm. um, you can pay them like a, like it, it's suggested that you give them a tip to mm-hmm. like check your bags and print out your, um, your ticket. So I'll probably give them a little bit just to print out my ticket just so I can like walk right through to TSA pre-check. So I, I don't even have to leave the parks until four. Do you even need to print a, a ticket though at this point? Because... When I look at my airline tickets with the carriers that I fly with, because Southwest never has flights that work, work really well from New York to, to Orlando, but when I look at my ticket on the app, it has the TSA PreCheck logo on it, and that's what I show when I go through. Okay. So um, I'm one of those people that I, I like took forever to change the name on my Southwest account, so it still mm-hmm. had my maiden name on it, so I was still buying tickets with my maiden name, and then I would go to the calendar in Providence. Mm-hmm. And um, and have them switch it to my married name. So I'm so used to having them printed out now. This is actually going to be my first flight that I probably don't have to have a ticket printed out because it actually has my married name on it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like for three years. And then finally my husband, because I was traveling with my birth certificate and my marriage certificate in like an envelope. And then it was in like this waterproof envelope. And oh, I would God. And then you're worried like about this- losing it on your trip. Yeah. And, and then yeah. I would like have this backpack that had like a special laptop thing that I would like slip it in there and I would like check it five times. And like for like years, I actually just left it in this envelope in the waterproof thing and left it in that specific backpack because I would always travel with it. And now it's finally like back in my filing. I saved my filing cabinet. Um, I'm super ADHD and I have what my sister likes to call like doom pile. So I don't have a filing cabinet. I have a filing backpack. So mm-hmm. all my important documents are in specific folders in a backpack. Okay. All right. <laughs> in, like, in my, in my bedroom. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. But whatever. As long as they're all together. Take and run. Take and run. 
All right. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't think you need to print a ticket. I think you can not only save the time of stopping at the Skycap thing, but also you could save your tip. Oh, totally. (laughs) I mean, yeah, whatever. That that works, right? (laughs) Yeah, so I can probably just walk right through. So what what park did you say you're going to go to on on Sunday during the day? So Sunday, um, we're starting off at Cassie and I are starting off at Animal Kingdom because we do have a reservation at Tusker House that I have never been to before. Oh, okay. Um, my family has gone um, when Is I was living breakfast? in Florida. It's breakfast, yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, I should have been more speci- uh, specific about that. So um, when I was living in Florida, my family did come to visit for a few weeks, but I was obviously, like, I couldn't just take two weeks off to hang out with them. So I was working and they did that on one of the days that I couldn't get off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am actually pretty excited to do Tusker House in the morning. Um, and then, uh, surprise, surprise, we are probably switching to Epcot. (laughs) (laughs) I could have guessed that. Okay. All right. And then if it does Sachi fly at the same time as you, do you think you'll split a a lift to the airport? I got to get in touch with her because I think that we actually do both have seven ish PM flights. Mm -hmm. So, um, but we are not at the same hotel. I'm going to be at Coronado and she's going to be at Key West. So, um, we would probably have to hook up somewhere in Mm -hmm. order to like split something. And then at that time, by time, you know, I get my luggage and go to Disney Springs or get a lift to like go to where she is at that point. We may as well just get separate. But Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll probably talk to her at some point and be like, Hey, is this something that you're interested in doing? In which case we'll try to maybe just, you know, cause I know that we're going with minimal luggage. I could probably just get on the bus. Mm-hmm. With the luggage, meet at Disney Springs, and then catch it from there. But it, I, I feel like at that point, I don't know. Sometimes the buses to and from Disney Springs are also like not time reliable. No, they seem to be much more sporadic. Yeah, yeah. And um, when I lived in Florida, um, I'm a visiting nurse. I do home care, and I had befriended um some people down there who like the entire family worked for Disney and one of my friend's husbands was a bus driver for Disney. He ended up going to work for, um, actually mirrors. But, um, Mm -hmm. he said that, um, until they had like switched management, there was like one person that would be just walking around the buses, um, to see, um, which, but you know, which resort had a lot of people at it, that the buses hadn't come in a while, which resort, um, the buses happened to come very often. Even though a bus just came, you know, this resort is getting pretty full. So um, instead of you going to this resort, I'm going to have you pick up the the guests from that bus stop and go to that resort first. So um, and then I guess they stopped doing that. So sometimes you do wait a while and probably like three years ago now, two years ago, I remember like trying to leave Magic and uh, we were at Boardwalk and um, we had waited like a long time like a long time and like we watched multiple buses come for like the same resort and I'm that person that will chime in and I was like oh excuse me um I'm really sorry but it looks like you know a lot of the resorts have gotten two or three buses and we haven't gotten one yet and then like once that gets brought to their attention they're like oh okay and then the next bus that came they switched to boardwalk Mm -hmm. from wherever they were supposed to go so and I feel like um Disney Springs doesn't really have a lot of um there's not enough action for people to like be looking for it. So mm-hmm. I've waited up to like 45 minutes to get a bus back to the resort from Disney Springs. So it's definitely can take a long time. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember who I was interviewing recently. I want to say maybe it was um, John, the WDW runner. Oh, cool. I think it was him that was uh, telling me that he was had a, a, an experience at Animal Kingdom, actually, where he was trying to get back to the resort. And there were multiple buses coming for other resorts, but never his. And the line was just getting longer and longer. And there didn't seem to be somebody standing out there kind of monitoring. But he went on to his MDE app and used the chat function and was able to chat with guest relations to explain and then they were like, okay, we're sending a bus your way. So I would I would advise anybody, if you don't see a cast member standing around, that you could alert them like you did, that at least give the MDE chat uh, yeah, a try. try. Yeah. That's actually not a bad idea to uh, to utilize. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like, you know, if 
if you're waiting, I can understand at Disney Springs, they don't come as often. I feel like I wouldn't start to feel too irritated by it until probably about the 20 minute mark. At about 20 minutes, I'd be like, no, one should have come by now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's so hard because like if it's like a Wednesday at three o'clock and there's like not a lot going on. And I know that um a lot of the value resorts only have one bus that travels in between like Disney Springs to that resort. Mm -hmm. So it's like one round trip. Um, okay. And I want to say, um, from pop to animal kingdom, like from midday, there's only one bus that travels back and forth for like probably two hours after opening and maybe two hours before close. It's only one bus that goes back and forth until probably it's like busy. Yeah. Because I have waited a long time to go to Animal Kingdom from Pop as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, Disney buses. It's like one of those love-hate things. Like, I'm still going to use it, but I'm going to complain about it. I know. I'm happy they exist. But do I wish there were Skyliners that went everywhere? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> or monorails. <laughs> All right. Well, Becky... It has been fun talking through all your plans, and I'm excited to hear how everything goes, in particular your weather. I hope that everything goes okay for that, um, but we'll ask you to to take some good notes and, and pay attention to what your plans actually turn out to be so we can really talk through everything that you get into, all the adventures. I'm crossing my fingers there's a Wild Africa trek in your future because I really want to hear about it, but have a magical trip, safe travels, and we will talk very soon. Definitely. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Becky, for sharing all of your plans with me. If you are interested in being a Trip Report guest like Becky, the link is in the show notes. As a reminder, Becky's post-trip report is live and ready for your listening pleasure, so you don't want to miss that. As always, keep daydreaming about where you long to be. (music) 